Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. It's actually 1.03 p.m. Sorry about the delay. I had some technical difficulties today. The uh, computer wouldn't recognize the camera right away, so I had to fiddle around with it. Basically, turn it off and turn it back on a couple times, and then third or fourth time, it was a charm. So here we are, running a little bit late. Sorry for the delay, but we're here now. And today is Thursday, February 17th, 2022. And because it's Thursday, we're going to have a little bit of a happy hour. We're almost at the end of the week. It's time to celebrate that. And today I've got some new products. A couple of days ago, Univet sent me a care package and uh, something new in it, something that I had never seen before from Univet, were these two flavors of um, Elite Drink Mix. Let's see if I can show you the label properly. Here they are. Hydration mix, endurance fuel, it's got essential electrolytes, and um, uh, betaine, which is something that's in a lot of their gels as well. So it's kind of like finally a drinkable form of the gels. They sent me also a bunch of gels, um, some of my favorites. The um, espresso, the salted caramel, the vanilla, these tall boys, and the regular size ones as well, all really good stuff. So thanks. You know for sending that and we'll try some of this uh, hydration mix in just a second before we do though let's say hi to everyone listening in on the podcast and the audio only version hopefully you're having a good run out there today weather here is pretty intense it was extremely windy i'm glad i did not have a workout scheduled for today hopefully where you are it's a lot nicer than it is here and everyone watching this on youtube after the fact hopefully you've got some afternoon coffee or you got something a little bit more interesting to help you get through the end of your day maybe you're doing some laundry Maybe you're getting some dishes done after dinner, relaxing. Hopefully you will enjoy the session today. All right, let's see who we got in chat. We got Daniel M saying, yo, everyone, been dealing with a bit of Achilles pain lately, and I was hoping to get y'all's input. He says, running exclusively in the Nova Blast after the last bike session, went for a run next day, and that's when I noticed the Achilles pain. Hmm. Daniel M wants to know if the Nova Blast are too soft, and that's it. Or maybe it was the cycling that did it. Um... You know, I don't, I don't know that there's a correlation between like too soft and Achilles pain. For me, when I get Achilles pain, I mean, I only, I don't normally get it anymore because of the reason why I, I get it. And the reason why I normally get it is when I ramp up intensity really fast, very suddenly. I used to get it all the time in high school and college just because I would never do any of the off-season training that I needed to do. And then it'd be like right into the season, into doubles, and all of a sudden like, the Achilles just starts to flare up. So like if I suddenly start incorporating like a bunch of speed work, um, then I'll get Achilles pain. And because I'm aware of that, you know, I usually ramp up relatively slowly. I do a lot of fart licks first, that kind of thing. Um, so that's the only time that I get Achilles pain. So maybe that's it. That being said, once you get the Achilles pain, certain shoes certainly could be exacerbating it. So I would say like, if you think the Nova Blaster are the problem, avoid them for a little while. You know reach for a different pair in the closet see if that helps things and then once the achilles issue settles down you can always come back to it then so that's my take on it so hopefully that's a little bit helpful for you um undeadly saying what's the drop on the no blast might try something a little less droppy for a bit i think it's a 10 no this year it's an eight so no blast twos are an eight no blast ones are a 10 millimeter drop so that certainly could be part of it as well all right let's see who else we got here we got luis pacera saying yo what's going on JC is here as well. Good to see you. Bryce Blankenfield is back. Says, yo, what's going on? And Adam's here as well. Good to see you, Adam. And CV76 says, yo, what's going on? Andrew Lloyd says, what's up, everyone? Nice. Good to see you, Andrew. 
And Jonathan Crossley said, when I started running, I used to get bad shin, uh, shin splints running in 10 millimeter drop shoes, forever energy. Since I do all my daily work in four millimeter shoes and speed work in slightly higher drop. Yeah, I mean, I think that people will, you know, can definitely figure out what works best for them. I'm trying to think, I, I have no idea what the drop was in the shoes when I was running. I mean, I kind of have come and go, gone in different phases of my life with running. But like in high school, I had no idea what the heel drop was on shoes. I was running in a lot of Asics. In college, I think I ran in some New Balances. Um, I don't think I ran in Nikes. I'm not sure what else I would have ran in. I don't even remember. And then when I was training for my first marathon in 2010, I ran in Mizunos. I'm sure that those were 10, in, 10 millimeter, 10 inch, 10 millimeter drop shoes. Um, it wasn't until, you know, I, I didn't really start running in shoes that weren't 10 millimeter drop until like the time, I think like Clifton might've been my first not 10 millimeter drop shoe or not 10 or not eight, you know, I'm trying to think. I think it would have been like the Clifton six or five. You know, I don't know. Undeadly says, I never wear the same shoe on back-to-back -back days and that works for him. Um, yeah, I think that that's certainly uh, helpful too. You know, when I listen to people like um, the doctors of running, you know, and they talk about, you know, what heel drops are better and, you know, is it bad to run in plated shoes? You know, the, at some point, whenever they have those conversations, it always comes back to, this might not be the ultimate conclusion, but at some point in the conversation, someone always says like, it's good to just have a variety, <laughs> you know? So I, and I think that's generally pretty good advice when it comes to heel drops and, and that kind of thing. Uh, Logan Heffernan says, it's 60 in Brooklyn. It's 60 in Brooklyn today. Hmm. Almost sad. It's a rest day. Uh, that's what we had here yesterday. It was, uh, at least for my run, it was temperatures in the forties and I did have a workout day yesterday. So it was, it was nice to, to get that in. Um, but today it's brutal cold. It's so you're, I think it's coming for you, Logan, not for you, but I mean, for you guys, uh, on the East coast, you guys are getting what we're, what we just had or what we're having today. Uh, Lou says we have 20 mile prunes also, and good thing I got my run in early. There you go. Getting it done. All right. Mark Chancoco says happy hour folks. All right, let's do it. Let's start with the first one though. So they got two flavors here. Um, one is um, lime buzz. That's this green one. The other is bare naked. So I'm guessing that means there's just no flavor. It's just the ingredients without any flavorings to it. There we go. So, all right. Well, we'll start with that one. See how it goes. Some of the numbers for this, um, it's vegan, non-GMO and gluten-free, uh, two scoops to 500 mils of water. I don't know if the cup that I have is 500 mils, but um in terms of co calories it's 62 calories which doesn't seem like a lot and 14 grams of carbs i think that's how much is in how many carbs are in one of their regular gels their double their tall the elite gels which are the double ones um are 45 so maybe i i don't know the bag of the the regular size ones is over there i can't reach it but it's 14 grams of carbs um for for how many ounces Oh, for 17 ounces of water, it seems like not enough. Um, but as one gram of protein, 145 milligrams of magnesium, 1300 milligrams of chlorine, chloride, chlorine, 
that would that's not the same thing. Um, and a thousand milligrams of salt and three hundred seventy milligrams of potassium. There's a gram of betaine and three hundred eighty milligrams of sodium bicarb as well. So um, a lot of the same stuff that's going in the gel. So if you like the gels, this might be the drink for you to try. Um, and if you're a heavy sweater like I am, um, or at least a salty sweater, I guess. I'm always concerned about salt for my long runs in the summer. Um, this 1,000 milligrams of salt is pretty nice. The only other product that I know of that has anything like that is that Scratch product. It's like an ultra um, salty drink. It's 1,000 milligrams per serving. I think maybe about the same amount of, uh, for the same amount of liquid. I basically, I put it in my bike when I did my first triathlon because I was like, all right, well, I don't know how to take on, um, I mean, you can't take nutrition when you're swimming. And I'm spending a lot of time on the bike and I don't want to take any gels during the run because it was a, I did the Olympic distance. So I'll just load up on salts when I'm on the bike. So I had that in my bottles. All right, let's get this thing open. All right. Was it two scoops? I'm just gonna do one scoop so that way I can have two different drinks today. So I'll do one scoop of it. Cause I think if I have two drinks of 1000 milligrams of salt in one sitting, I'm probably gonna need to take a nap after that. It's like eating a bowl of ramen, oh, instant ramen. All right, so just looks like powder. We'll put that in the cup and uh, we'll not fill it with water, but we'll do about, I guess eight ounces of water in here. That's a nice sound, isn't it? And then give it a quick stir, see how we're doing. Cheers. Tastes like nothing. I mean, it tastes like there's something, but it doesn't taste like sugar water. I mean, maybe it tastes like sugar water. Uh, it doesn't taste salty either. It just kind of, I mean, I don't know. It kind of tastes a little bit salty. Is that weird that something that has, I mean, this has 500 milligrams of salt in it. Is there something weird that something that has 500 milligrams of salt in it doesn't taste salty to me? Something wrong with my palate, maybe? Um, but yeah, it's just... A drink. So I guess if you really wanted to have the mildest possible flavor, this bear, what is it called? Bear naked? Bear naked. The bear naked is it. Now, the only thing is that this is low calorie, which is a little bit, I'm not sure I understand that. I would think that you would want to have more calories in here. Um, you know, check this out on the back though. Does proper electrolyte consumption helps with your nerve to muscle communication, which means this elite hydration mix will help your muscles to perform at their best so you can keep running strong. I'm very proud to help Unived create this drink mix as I know it's going to help athletes feel better as they do what they love. And look who said that. Sandy Nypaver. Look at that. That's cool. I knew she was a Univet athlete, but it's cool that they got you know they got her working with them on the product, and she's right she's right on the on the label. Look at that, very cool, super cool, awesome, love it. Yeah, this just tastes like I don't know. It kind of tastes like if I were 
Um, like <laughs> what it really tastes like to me is like a kind of like a gargle. Like if you're like, oh, I've got this sinus infection. I don't know. I gotta clean myself out, and you just want to like gargle with something salty. Like that's kind of kind of what this is like. I don't know. I'm struggling. I think it's just it's just liquid. I mean, it has a flavor. It's kind of like with uh, Martin gels aren't flavored, but they have a flavor for sure. Mm, all right. Stevie seventy six says maybe you should drink it while naked. I don't. I don't think that's gonna help the flavor. Undoubtedly says tastes like nothing. I mean, it tastes like something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's. It's not. I'm not drinking water, but there's no like discernible flavor to it. Like when I talk about Martin. I feel like Martin tastes like a jelly, like a very like light jelly, even though it's unflavored. You know what I mean? So there's like a, there's a taste, but you know, Frank says, I just can't find it refreshing if I'm drinking something that tastes like sweat. Maybe that is what this, is. now I'm going to think about that. It doesn't smell like sweat. Just so you know, am I drinking sweat? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's not, it doesn't taste like sweat. Um, yeah. Bryce wants to know, do noon tablets go bad? Just realized mine say they expired 321. I don't think that they would necessarily expire because they're most, I don't think any, I don't think noon has sugar in it. Right? So I guess like the sugar might attract some sort of mold maybe. But like, I think that, um, I think everything needs to have an expiration date. Anything that's consumed. I saw something on, uh, I think it was either Twitter or TikTok. Someone had like uh, pink Himalayan salt that you could like put on your food. And like the label was like, you know, this salt is like 4 million years old or however old it is. And then there was an expiration date like stamped on the bottom of the package. And he's like, guys, my 4 million year old sea salt is uh, expired. I guess I can't eat it. You know, so I, I, I don't think noon tablets would go bad. Gels definitely go bad. I had one Martin gel one time that uh it expired and it got puffy and it looked like someone had like like made like a martin gel balloon it was like so puffy and i remember one time i took a picture of it and i was like should i eat this and i put that on uh, as, as a twitter like a poll on my instagram story and uh i don't remember i actually don't remember if i ate it or not. i don't think i ate it um and everyone had kind of like weighed in on whether or not i should eat it and I was like, this is like, I mean, it's kind of like a, if you see like a, a can of canned food and it's like, um, like expanded, that, that means that like some bacteria has gotten in there. Right. And so that's what I was thinking with this gel. And, um, what's funny is I tagged Martin in that story and like six months later, Martin responded to the poll. Cause when you tag someone, even if the story goes away, it might stay for a little while. Um, they were like, no, you shouldn't eat that. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. <laughs> oh, man, that's pretty funny. I mean, I thought that was funny. Anyway. Oh, Tracy says, my Martins got all puffy after flying with them and didn't die after eating them. Okay. Hmm. All right. Martha says, Mikey will eat it. I probably will try anything, you know. Um, uh, Shannon says that, well, isn't that just air in the Martin then? I mean, I, d I don't think I flew with mine. Tracy probably did. And maybe that's like the different, the air pressure changing, you know, when you climb up, like whenever, whenever I have a water bottle, 
I always, op- you know, have to op- like crack it open a little bit from takeoff to to being at cruising altitude and then before when you come back down because there's just the air pressure changes just a little bit, you know. Frank says it's botulism is what they say about the expanded cans. Yeah. Shannon says she would have eaten the 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 puffy martin. I'd risk dying eating an expired one because it's so expensive. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my goodness. Um uh, New Betra says I've had old gels and been okay, but if it's one with protein like Excel gel, don't eat it. Oh really? Is the protein do something? Hmm. Frank says, science and sport gels will sometimes get puffy before they expire and they seem fine. I've, I've never had that happen with science and sport gel. I'm trying to think if that's happened to me. No, I think the only time it's ever happened to me was with a Martin. All right. That was, um, I don't know. I, the, this, the bare naked, I think, is good. It, I'm sure it does its job, but it needs a flavor. Um, I don't know. I could see adding this. To something else that already has a lot of sugar, but maybe not enough salt. Like add a scoop of this to a gator. I don't know. I'm not sure how I would use this. Um, but I guess also the other way that you could use it, if you were looking for something that has like base, uh, like a profile of electrolytes first, and then wanted to add some other things, like for example, on like a shake or something, then the fact that it's not flavored, I think could be really useful. But not... I mean, beyond my skill set, but I think for people that are tinkerers and like to kind of make their own shakes and powders, I think the fact that they offer it in a flavorless is interesting. But also, I'm also thinking like Unived is, you know, heavily targeting the ultra endurance market. So like people that are going to be drinking it for like 24 hours, you know, you don't want to get sick of like lemon lime Gatorade endurance or whatever flavor it is. I think I have orange. Or do I have a blue one? I don't remember. But yeah. It's just electrolytes. Let's get to the next one. This one is Lime Buzz. I don't know why it's called Buzz, but that kind of concerns me. I don't know why. Uh, similar in numbers. Oh, Buzz, because there's caffeine in it. Nice. 50 milligrams of caffeine. Okay, now we're talking. Now we're talking. I wonder, you know, if they made the other one, the bare naked with caffeine, I think that would be more interesting to me. Mainly just because I love caffeine, I think. And there's a different athlete at the bottom on this on this one. It's not Sandy on all of them. It's a different athlete. All right, and so we'll play a game. I'll read the quote, and you have to guess which athlete. Which athlete said it? I get. I guarantee no one's gonna get it. But it is someone who's like, you know, knowable. You know what I mean? It's just like I didn't even know this person was being a bad athlete, but I know now. All right, let's fish the scoop out, and we'll just do one scoop since I've already had 500 milligrams of salt. I mean, I do need it. I just got back from my my run. All right, get some more water in here. satisfying I could smell the lime already there we go 
right, cheers. Lime buzz, caffeine. It's very subtle. It doesn't taste like lime, but then it smells like lime. It's a little confusing. It tastes almost exactly the same as that bare naked, but then I get a, a, an aroma of lime. That's weird. How do they do that? Why does it do that? It smells like lime. Doesn't taste like lime. Hmm, interesting. All right. But again, something that I think I could sip all day. I do prefer it. It doesn't taste exactly like the bare naked. It tastes better than, to me than the bare naked. The bare naked, I think there's a lot of salt flavor that's coming through. It's not salty, but there's it's just, I don't know. Something to me that's a little bit disconcerting about it. But this, the lime buzz doesn't have that. Smells so limey and then tastes very mild. So again, I'm getting good for, uh, if you've got this in your pack and you're gonna be drinking it all day. Okay, all right, here's what it says at the bottom. I'll cover it up so you can't see it, but here, here's what I'm reading. All right, on the label, there's uh, a statement from a Univet athlete. It says, nutrition is an instrumental component of optimal recovery and peak performance. Partnering with Univet gave me the confidence that I am maximizing my nutritional potential. They helped me make my first Olympic team, win my first national title, and achieve new personal bests. I'm excited and grateful to continue to grow together. Any ideas on who, it, who it's going to be? I mean, there's a lot of hints in there. Recently made a first Olympic team. I mean, must be, I, mean I didn't say recently, but I'll say recently. Uh, first national title and achieving new personal bests. Hmm. <laughs> who is Dennis Rodman? <laughs> I don't. I don't think that would be a good fit. Unived, Dennis Rodman. I don't, I don't think so. Mark says it's not LeBron. Adam thinks L. L. Perrier, Saint Pierre. That would be a really good one. That'd be a really good guess. It's a very good guess. Very pretty close too. I think. Hmm. Yeah, Martha thinks that if I had a cold, uh, the two, the lime buzz and the bare naked would taste identical. I think so. I think so. I think it'd be hard to differentiate him if I had a cold. But I think we've, you know, my my wife and I are are constantly like, every time we smell something, we're like, well, we don't have a cold. Which is, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, I guess a sad game that my wife and I play. In his Dunbar series, says, Hi, Kafuzi and everybody. Justin from circuit training. Very cool. Adam says, with the lime in the coconut. There you go. Mm. Hey, they're running guys here. What's going on, running guy? Says, hi, everyone from the UK. Um, in his Dunbar thing, says, my wife that said that. <laughs> uh, Daniel M says, it's the goose. Um, yeah. Jeff Light says, no. That's not a guess. All right. I don't think anyone's going to get it. So I'll tell you who it is. It's Rachel Snyder. I didn't know she was a Univet athlete. So Rachel Snyder, the Olympian, on the side. So we've got, for the Lime Buzz, we've got Rachel Schneider. And then for the the Bare Naked, we've got Sandy Nightheimer. I think that's really cool. You know what I think? I think Univet should do this for all the gels. Like, everyone should have a statement from, like, a different... 
like a quote from a different athlete. Like there was a hated like, oh, they had the Univet Elite drink before. I had the they had two flavors. They had like an orange one. It came in packets though. It never came in. Now I'm now remembering. It didn't come in tubs, but it came in packets. Hayden Hawks had a flavor. Is Camille Heron still on the vanilla? The vanilla sea salt. Yeah, Camille Heron's still on the vanilla sea salt. See? This is one of the best flavors, by the way. This vanilla sea salt. And then Hayden Hawks was on the orange flavored elite drink. And um, I feel like they should just have quotes on the back. Kind of like my kids love dub chocolates. The little squares. And... Um, the baby loves the fact that um, they have a little message inside, even though she can't. I mean, she, she's starting to read. She's getting there. Um, but she can't read them. And so she always has to ask us uh, what it says in there. And they're all, like, you know, inspirational and stuff like that. Like, your vibe is your tribe or whatever. And um, she's like, okay, thanks for reading that for me, Dad. I'm like, do you understand what it means? She's like, no. I'm like, okay. All right. Uh, but I think it's fun. I don't know why, but I really enjoyed the fact that there was like a statement from one of their athletes on the, on the side of the package. The Unibet gels seriously look like they're 16 ounces. They're huge. They are big. That's why I call them the tall boys. These, the Elite gels are double-sized. They are 2.7 ounces, which makes them even bigger than the Power Bar gels that we had on Monday. The Power Bar gels were 2.27 ounces, remember? Um, these are even bigger, um, but they're, these I think are really intended for those uh, ultra endurance races. It's that way you could put them in a pack and you're not like carrying them in your tights. Um, you put them in a pack, they've got, I mean, a crazy amount of sugar in them, um, enough to get you through a lot. There's a hundred, let's see, one of these is like 190 calories and 45 grams of carbs. So it's like it's a, it's, it's a substantial gel. They're, they have regular size ones too that are basically half that. So about 100 calories and 24 uh, grams of gels. So that's kind of how those are, are, are set up differently. But they, they are big. They are big. Mm. Michael Chang said, what will be the quote on the gels? I mean, <laughs> I might just feel like this thing is huge. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> I think that, that's probably be it. And his number says, the poor girl's going to be called the baby when she's 18 year old, isn't she? Probably. I mean, there's the baby and the daughter. You know, that's just the way I'll, I'll tell them apart. Um, yeah, so that's how, how it'll go. All right, something's buzzing. Phone call. Um, all right. Let's see what else we got here. Running Guy says, why do all brands of hydration tablets uh, bother with the strawberry flavor? It's always terrible. Yeah, strawberry is such a delicious fruit, but like, it's not like, you know, I like red jellos, but strawberry jello is usually like, mm, is that going to be strawberry or is that going to be cherry? You know, mm. <laughs> David Kelly, this thing is here, <laughs> quote, Kofuzi 2022. <laughs> Uh, Daniel Adams says, I just ate my body weight in gels. <laughs> Tracy Smith says, my quote on the side will be, this tastes like nothing. I mean, it tastes like something. <laughs> that's pretty fun. I like it. I mean, I just think, that especially for something that's going to be used for ultra races too, 
I think it would be great if like, especially if all the pack, even if, it, if you buy 12 of the same flavor, if they all had something different on them, um, it doesn't have to be like, you know, Unived helps me succeed. It could just be like, just some, even be like fun, like motivational messages. Um, or just, yeah, I guess even runner jokes too, some dad jokes on the side. Because if you're running, you know, if you're doing a 100 mile race, it's going to take you over a day. If you're on your feet for 24 hours, I, I, I could go for something to read while I'm taking a gel, you know? So um, <laughs> I think it's, I think we're onto something here, guys. Um, someone had a question about. Um, Bix hydration, right? Yeah, Bryce Blankenfield says, everyone had tried Bix hydration. I tried some at the Lublon 5K. It's the race that Greg Itahara is the race director for. And um, Bix hydration was one of the sponsors. And I was like, what is Bix hydration? I never heard of it. I think they're from Australia originally. And they're apparently selling in the US now. Um, tablets. Um, and I remember having the tablets and it was one of the better tablets that I've had. I had like, I've had a variety of different tablet hydration and I don't know if like, um, noon has a patent on like the way there's dissolved or something, uh, because none of the other ones tend to dissolve quite like the noon tablet. And I'm wondering like, that's gotta be simple enough for a chemist to like reverse engineer. And the fact that other brands don't dissolve as well tells like is like there must be some reason why they can't make it dissolve just as good as noon does. Um, but Bix comes really close, and the flavors were pretty mild, but also t I think I had orange and I had a grape. I think there should be more grape in the hydration space. There's just not enough grape. There's a lot of berry, you know, like a mix of is this grape, is this raspberry, blueberry. It's starting to snow here, guys. Um, but there's not, there's not enough, just grape. And I thought that that was pretty good. Adam says, what does Martin have that others don't other than Elliot? Um, it is like, they call it hydrogel. And so like, um, it, when it hits your gut, it gets absorbed very quickly. Um, and it doesn't cause a lot of GI distress. So like that uses a couple of, I believe it uses multiple types of sugar. So there's different metabolic pathways that are uh, involved, which is important because if you just fill the gut with a bunch of one kind of sugar, it can only get, like, there'll be a bottleneck in terms of the stomach lining and I guess in the intestine as well. I'm actually not sure how much of it gets absorbed through the stomach versus the intestine. But in terms of the, the gut, there's a bottleneck in terms of how quickly that sugar can get into your bloodstream. If you use multiple types of sugars, then there's two pathways that are then open. So that's kind of like twice the doorways, if you want to think of it that way in terms of getting through. So that's part of, part of it. The other is that um, it's a mild flavor. It's not super goopy. It's not super liquidy. I think I feel like it's kind of like just right. I don't need to take it with liquid. Um, I think most people don't need to take it with liquid, whereas like goos um, or like like the goo roctane you know, um, the hammer gels, you really, you kind of need to take it. I don't, I mean, I don't usually take those with liquid. I'll just eat them whenever I feel like eating them. Um, but a lot of people do need to take them with liquid. So that's like another thing too. Um, that, I mean, so that's it. And yeah, I'm sure there's a lot that I'm missing as well. But for me, I mean, I don't know how much of it's marketing, probably a lot of it's marketing, but it just seems to work really well. 
Dad runner out says Crank Sports gels, e gels, are much better than Martin. Look at the comparison. All right, I'll take a look at that. New Vetra says Scratch's drink mix whole thing was that it was isotonic for faster absorption. I wonder if that's a similar if it's a similar idea. I, I'm not sure. I don't I don't think so. Because I think with that they're talking about the electrolytes versus like the sugar nutrient, and I'm 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 not positive, but I think that's so they're talking about different things, but maybe the idea is you want it to absorb faster. So in that sense, yeah. All right, Jess Mark says hi everyone. Been a while, but my afternoon call got rescheduled, so I'm happy I can jump in. Awesome, good to see you, Mark. Look at this cat. What does that say underneath the cat? It's a cat in a box. Is that what's going on there? Jonathan Crossley says, athletes competing in waste class sports like MMA tend to use a combination of fructose, dextrose, and highly branched cyclic dextrin to refill after making weight. Oh, just to load up, just to load it all up as fast as possible. Hmm. Uvetra says, I really like pineapple roctanes back in the day. I've never had pineapple roctane. Pineapple in a gel sounds gross, but I guess roctane is, can be rock. There's a roctane drink mix too, right? Pineapple drink sounds great. Pineapple gel sounds disgusting. Yeah, I don't think I would like that. Not of a roctane consistency. Jonathan Crossley says, small amounts of salt and caffeine also increase carb uptake. Uptake? Mm, interesting. Yeah, I'm still trying to taste the lime in here. I don't taste the lime. I just only smell it. <laughs> Mark says, the cat is named Crusher and he's in a Misfits Market box. Nice. The cat is named Crusher? That's a that's an unusual name for a cat. One of the says, <laughs> all gel is disgusting if you think about it too much. Well, that's certainly true certainly true <laughs> jc says Sis science and sport has a pineapple gel it's not great not bad i think i've had that one um i'm pretty sure i don't like any of the science and sport except for the one flavor that i absolutely love and i just get that one all the time it's the same box i just keep reordering it on amazon sometimes i get it directly from them but a lot of times i just reorder it on amazon Mark says, science and sports gels for me. That's what he likes. Mm, yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. But I just feel like the gels are getting big. A lot of them are getting bigger. And um, science and sport are big. These Univet Elite gels, they're, the doubles are big as well. Um, the Powerball bar gels are big. Even Martin gels are bigger than regular. I mean, the regular size gel used to be like cliff shots and goo, right? That was like the regular size. Now everything's just bigger than that. I mean, I guess that's okay. I don't care. Terry Furlong wants to know why there's no tea flavored gels or tabs. I would buy that. A tea flavored, I mean, I don't know, like a, if there was a, a tablet that was like peach tea, 
I'll get that. But if, it, if like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, if noon came out with like Earl Grey, I'd be like, uh, I'm just gonna have Earl Grey then. Thanks. Yeah, you, you, I don't. Uh, yeah, you know. Um, I don't know why that sounds so unappetizing. Like noon oolong tea, like would that would that be good? I feel like noon green tea would probably be good though. That sounds good. But yeah, I don't know. I think I the other thing is I think that tea is generally hard to flavor with a lot. And so I think that it would be like a, I think it would just end up like if you were like noon or Bix hydration peach tea, people be like, I taste the peach. I don't know if it tastes like tea. You know, I think maybe that's maybe that's what it is. But I think it sounds nice. It does sound nice. <laughs> Killian O'Brien says, the beauty of watching the, live, the stream live from the UK is that one can cut through all this hydration and he'll talk and just have a beer instead. It's like, so it's loud. I mean, if you wanted to have a beer here in the US at 1 p.m., I think that's that's okay as well, you know. Uh, <laughs> speaking of flavor, why is there no burrito flavored gel? I, I don't know. I don't think I'm ready for like savory gels. Like, um, I, mean, I guess it makes sense and maybe it would make more sense from like an ultra runner perspective. Um, but like burrito flavored, like, uh, kind of like, did you guys watch that video that, um, Billy Yang did on the John Muir, Muir, Muir trail where like they were eating all that like dehydrated food? I get it. I mean, basically it's that, right? I mean, they make those, don't they? It's like food, like food in a pouch. They're giant pouches and they have like a screw top on it. Right. Um, I think I've seen ones that are like oatmeal in it, but like, can you imagine if there'd be like Salisbury steak? I don't think I've ever had real Salisbury steak. The only thing at time I've had Salisbury steak is when it's in like some sort of prepackaged food. Is there a such dish as Salisbury steak? Maybe in a town called Salisbury. I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah, but if there was a burrito, if there was like, if there was savory a gel line. Right, like m like meals, gel, meal in a gel. Burrito. I, I don't think it would be burrito flavor. I think it would be enchilada. <laughs> It'd be like enchilada. I think one would probably be like mac and cheese, and another would guarantee you would be like Salisbury steak. <laughs> I would have to eat all of the. I, if if they made that, I would definitely buy it. Here's one thing that's close to that though. I was when I was at the running event, there was a uh, a booth. There's all these like the big booths, right? Um, from the big giant brands, and then there's kind of like this side area, kind of like any running expo that you've gone to. There's like the big, you know, the sponsors of the race, and then there's like just these other vendors, people that like this is what they do for a living. They go. It's like kind of like people that work flea markets, I guess. They just go from event to event and they have a bunch of stuff that they sell. Um, this one, this one table that I went to, um, they sold mashed potatoes in a pouch. That's what it was. It was targeted towards ultra runners. I think they had like, like regular and garlic butter. I think that was like the two flavors. Um, or it might've just been garlic, no butter. <laughs> and those were the two flavors. And I was like, oh, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pass on that one. But then you know who I saw eating, <laughs> eating some? I don't know if he put it on 
um, some of his TRE coverage or during a out mountain outpost, but uh, Jam Jam had some of the um, mashed potato in a pouch. I mean, it makes complete sense for ultra runners, but like it also sounds really, really weird um, that it exists. But I think that's the closest I've come to like a burrito flavored gel. <laughs> Uh, it's just more, more, more info on, on the cats. Crusher and his brother AJ, named for characters from Blaze of the Monster Machines. That makes a little bit more sense. I don't, I don't know how... Do you, are you guys familiar? Some of you guys probably have uh, kids that are a little bit older and probably never watched Blaze of the Monster Machines. But I have no idea how they like got that past the network. Like, How is that... Um, like, the, the show is called Blaze of the Monster Machines. It's about these uh monster trucks that are like cars like car the movie cars like the disney movie cars they're alive but there's also aj is a driver there's humans and cars um but like it's blazing the monster machines and like the motto like there's it, it goes let's blaze i'm just like nobody no one's like maybe we should pick a different kind of like um catchphrase for the main character uh, I don't know. I just feel like they're using the word blaze a little bit too much on that show. It's just kind of weird to me. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that my kids don't love that show. I think it's okay, but like I can't watch a lot of it. JC says, I started the Houston Marathon in 2020 with four science and sport gels in my shorts pocket, crossed the start line, and my short almost fell off. Quickly try tie the drawstrings. <laughs> oh man, that's why. I mean, that's not even that heavy though. Four. I mean, it's a lot of gels, but not that many. That's. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> um, it's just Mark wants an isotonic burrito gel. Martha wants a mole poblano flavored gel. I mean, it would be complex of a flavor. That's, it would make you think about it for a little bit. Uh, Andrew, what's going on? Andrew says, a salted strawberry science and sport is the way to go. See, that's the strawberry flavor, which always is very, it's more, for me, it's more miss than hit. Like, I don't think I've tried that flavor of science and sport. I had a couple of like, they're really fruity ones and I'm just like, mm, I, don't, I don't know. I'm going to stick with the one that I like. Daniel M. wants a McDonald's pancakes gel. I think that that would work. I mean, there's already a company that, that makes maple syrup gels. I think, it, I don't know if it's just maple syrup in a packet or if it's maple syrup in a gel form, so it's not as messy. Um, but that exists, so making it McDonald's pancake gel. I mean, it'd be kind of like a mix between like just drinking maple syrup and eating like a birthday cake gel, I guess, right? Something in between there. I think that that could work. Steve 76 and we just have hot dog gels for LA. <laughs> oh my goodness. Just like the this the thought of like squeezing up the packet to eat hot dog like I mean yeah, that's <laughs> that is a bizarre as a very bizarre thought. Um yeah. Oh. New Betcher said Cliff made a margarita pizza margarita gel and it was gross. <laughs> I would I mean 
I, I've, I'm going to have to try and find that. I don't know if, if they still make that. I'm going to buy some. I, I'll get some in for a Monday mukbang. I mean, are we going to have to do it? We're going to have to do a gross gel Monday mukbang, aren't we? Okay. All right. I think we're going to have to do that. See, Dead Rounds now, I think it's just getting getting a little bit silly now. Escargot and Limburger flavors. Like, there's no cheese-flavored gels. I think there's got to be a reason for that. I think it'd be funny if there were, like, if the, if the fla if there was a cheese-flavored gel and, like, the name of it were, like, cheese stick that's been in your running pack for the last 45 minutes. <laughs> that, that would be kind of gross. New Bedford says, the burrito gel sounds like something from Willy Wonka. It does sound like Willy Wonka. I feel like you could, I mean, now that you're saying that, like, I feel like you can sell that to both ultra runners and children. You know, like, there's that market of, like, novelty foods that kids, like, go crazy about, of, like, food that tastes gross. They're kind of like jelly bellies, you know, every once in a while. Or what is it? There, there's, like, a puke-flavored jelly belly, you know? Um, that I think, yeah, I think, I think that's where we're at. I mean, I guess maybe that's just the answer is to just get the jelly beans, the jelly bellies, um, and eat that if that's what you want to do. But I want it in gel form. I don't want to be eating jelly beans. Shan says that Tracksmith is branding some maple simple water. Is that syrup water or maple syrup water that's selling for $38 a 12 pack? $38 a 12 pack? That's a lot. It's not crazy. But not a lot. Shannon would be okay with it if it were booze infused. She says, not even booze infused? Nubetra says, I do love pickle juice, though. Yeah, that's an interesting flavor. I mean, there's the, where, there's a, is that what it's called? What is it called? There's a pickle something that people drink for, like, after. Nubetra says, the Jelly Belly Swart Beans were legit. I had a friend sponsored by them, so I ended up with a ton of them. Oh, I didn't know that they had sponsors or sponsored athletes. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I remember my, one of my friends and I in college, uh, were obsessed with like, if you open up a big box of jelly bellies, I don't know if you guys have ever had a big box of jelly bellies, but if you ever indulge and get the big box of jelly bellies, they have all the different flavors in like a pack. And, um, there's a menu on the inside and it tells you if you combine like this one, that one, and that one, it'll taste like cotton candy. And if you do this one, that one, and that one, it's going to taste like grilled cheese. So it's like super crazy, super fun. And then my kids had a game. I don't know if we got it at grandma's house. I don't know if we got it for grandma. I remember playing it at grandma's house. But it'd be like basically like um, you spin a wheel. You know, that's the thing that spins around. You flick it and it's the arrow spins around. And you have to eat like a certain number of jelly beans. And... Uh, Every once in a while, a jelly bean tastes terrible, like intentionally terrible. And that, like, that's the game. I think that's the, I think that's just how you play. It's like some sort of weird, like torture game. 
Stevie seventy six wants a Denny's Grand Slam gel. Like, what's in a Grand Slam? Is there, there's probably some sort of meat in there too, huh? If, all right, let's say we're making one of these savory gels. Should it have chunks in it, like flecks of things? You know, like fleck, F-L-E-C-K-S. Like, um, if you're doing a Denny's Grand Slam, I'm gonna assume the Denny's Grand Slam has bacon. Like, does it, is it basically like that McDonald's pancake gel we were talking about, but with, um, like, little bacon bits in it? Is that better or worse? Like, if you're actually, like, chewing it and there's a crunch every once in a while. I don't know. This is a strange, we've taken a strange turn today, but it's very, I guess it's very on brand. <laughs> uh, let me catch up to you guys. Yeah, and as Dunbar knows the game, the Jelly Belly game, there's puke-flavored beans in the game. Yeah, I know. You know what's funny is my kids always think that the the, the black licorice, <laughs> they always think that's a that's another like ver, that's another like booby prize. But I'm like, no, that's just black licorice. Give it to Grandpa. He loves it. <laughs> Martha says the flex in the gel really just sounds like vomit. I know that's why I think that it would really confuse me. Right, the dog's over here today. He's actually conceding to be petted as well. So that's nice. <laughs> Daniel M says, bro, I'm eating. Almost up to when you started talking about chunks. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Sorry, man. Sorry. <laughs> Bryce Blankenfield says, chunks and gels, and says in quotes, yeah, it's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> uh. Andrew says that the Starburst jelly beans are legit. They're not fitness related, but they are good. Those are good, but they're extra sweet. They're very sweet. New Betra says, um, grandpas all seem to love the black licorice ones. It's baffling. They do. I think it's a generational thing. I think that's a flavor. That's a flavor that like was popular when, when grandpa was younger. And at some point it just came out, it became out of flavor, out of favor. And uh, now it's just, it just feels, it tastes like bad medicine to me. Um, Grandpa loves black licorice. He never gets it though. Like no one ever buys it. Um, the closest he gets is like Red Vines or Twizzlers. You know, that's it. Recycle on Wednesday like, likes black licorice. Says, I love black licorice. So I, 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 it, it just has so many weird it's like so many takes so many turns when you're eating it in terms of like oh this is like a little bit of a ride what's going on with the palate in this one i don't know it's weird i i mean if there's people that love it i think that's great it's just not for me <laughs> adam says a friend once used cake frosting at the pike speak marathon he said that they're all basically sugar and frosting was cheaper. He got a big headache. I think there's a lot of fat in, in cake frosting. I think that's the big difference. It's not just sugar. <laughs> I mean, it depends on what kind of sugar, right? If you were talking about like cake icing, that's like powdered sugar and milk. That's one thing. But if you're talking about like buttercream, that's all butter. Like you wouldn't, I mean, and there's a lot of sugar in it too, but you wouldn't want to eat like a tube of butter during a race, would you? Can you imagine if like 
10 years from 20 years from now like that ends up people will be like we had no idea but it turns out that butter is the best endurance fuel can you imagine people were running two-hour marathons in the 20 in the 2020s without taking on any butter at all <laughs> i don't know why that would happen i don't I, it makes no sense to me but yeah <laughs> it's so funny that um you used cake frosting now, I've used I've eaten the kids baby food before you know um some of it's yogurt based so like that is not a great one but like the fruit purees like they have applesauces like thankfully applesauce no longer I mean it still comes in cups but that's not the main way kids eat it anymore it comes in little pouches it just makes so much less mess those are good my kids go in streaks on that stuff too so sometimes they absolutely love it and they want to eat multiple a day and then after a while, they're like, we hate this stuff. Don't offer it to me ever again. And then I just take that stuff with me and I eat it. It becomes my snack food. Right? <laughs> Earlier it says butter in a gel pack. <laughs> like if you, if, you, if you kept it on your body, it would just melt into like, like, like there would be like two flavors. There would be like salted butter. Can you, can you imagine like a butter flavored endurance product? It'd be like salted butter, unsalted butter, ghee. <laughs> oh my goodness. That'd be gross. <laughs> New Bretchen says that licorice is really big in Iceland, but there it's real licorice, which is apparently hazardous in large doses. I did not know that. Adam Fear says, that's like the Woody Allen movie Sleeper. 200 years in the future, scientists discovered that fatty steak and cigarettes were good for you. You know what? Woody Allen is a very perplexing character for a lot of reasons. But I think one of the things that's most like perplexing about Woody Allen, he's like the onion in real life in a lot of ways. Like, the this sounds like the onion made a spoof headline about Woody Allen. But apparently Woody Allen did this. He made a movie about... 200 years in the future scientists i mean it's like a i mean like it's like oh huh, that's funny like how do you turn that into a full-length feature film that premise woody allen just does that there's another movie that i watched a woody allen movie i don't know which one it is but something happened to the main character where they were just literally out of focus i don't know how it resolved i don't know how it happened or why it happened i don't remember if i finished watching the movie but like every other character on the screen is fine, but there's one character who's just literally out of focus a little bit, blurry. That's just the whole movie. I'm, people probably thought it was good. I don't remember. Philip Brett said, Goo had a special Tour de France French toast flavor. Once I was kind of buttery, I thought it was tasty. Do they eat French toast in France? It's one of those things. I'm pretty sure. What do they call it there? Sue Han says, I love that I came in during the vomit bean, frosting, licorice, and butter talk. Yeah, I mean, that's what's dominating the conversation today. <laughs> um, yeah. Stevie 76 is in France, they call it Freedom Toast. Like, if it's a Tour de France edition of, um, of the gel, and they're doing French toast, I mean, that's a, like, 
if you're doing a tour de France ver gel, French toast is the choice. It's not going to be croissant. No. Pan au chocolat. I mean, pan au chocolat is like the obvious choice to me, right? No. I think that'd be crepe. I don't know, but like French toast. I don't know. Someone was just like, I don't know if Americans will eat crepe flavored gel. Will they even know what that is? We might get teased. People call it crap gel. I think I bet you that was a conversation at Goo. I don't know. I don't know anyone at Goo. I have no problems with Goo. I like Goo, but I don't know. French toast is really, really, really strange choice. Um, Jeff Elliott knows what movie I was talking about. Deconstructing Harry with Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal is in the movie too. Wow. Yeah, see, like it all sounds completely made up. I feel like every story that someone says about Woody Allen is completely made up. And everyone else just like goes along with it and just don't want to be like, I didn't even heard that Woody Allen story before. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Such a peculiar character. Super says like French toast is just called the toast. <laughs> Daniel says French gel should be cigarettes and black coffee. That <laughs> mm. recycle on Wednesday says Tour de France gel should be steroids flavored. Yeah. Yeah. How is clan says in France wouldn't French toast just be toast? Yeah. I mean, French fries are just called frites or palm frites, fried potatoes. But yeah, I don't know. Philip Red said that, but haha, maybe it was crepe. It's mostly cinnamon sugar flavor. Yeah, see, just call it crepe. I think crepe makes more sense. Uh, and it says macaron flavor would be a good French flavor. There you go. That would work too. Bring it. I, I see that. This is a story that I think you're making up. Woody Allen competed in the shot put in high school. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But you know, I did compete in the shot put in high school. I think I, I threw, I, I threw shot. I put shot. I think twice in two meets. Um, this is back when I was trying to see if I could be competitive in the decathlon. Not that it was offered at my high school, but we were trying to just get me some exposure. Oh, Martha says, in France, seriously, I think it's called something like drowned bread. That sounds right. I forget now that I learned Spanish. Oh, Sue Ann says, I'm having a crepe in the tell as we speak. That sounds delicious. That sounds really good. Um, you know what's interesting is my mother-in-law makes something called egg pancakes. The kids love it. And the way that you eat it is it's a very thin pancake um and then you put butter on it and then sprinkle cinnamon sugar and then roll it up and then uh you slice it into like these little like pinwheels and you eat it that way um, my kids love it it's delicious um i usually like just to stuff it with nut butter it's really good and eat it that way like a taco the way i eat it um but like I asked her, like, is this like a crepe? She's like, no, it's an egg pancake. And I'm like, okay. I don't know. I don't know what the difference is.
<laughs> Shannon says, my track coach was impressed by my push-ups during practice, so he put me with the throwers. I was relegated back to long distance later that week. That's really funny. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, and, Mar and Martha, I think Martha finally got it. It's Pan Perdue. Literally lost bread. There you go. She was, because she says, I knew I was close. That's right. Pan Perdue lost bread. It's a way to make use of the bread that's just too crusty to eat otherwise. So there we go. Uh, I think that's a good place to end it for today, guys. I had a lot of fun. This was, I don't know, this is my favorite kind of live stream when it just goes completely off the rails like this. This is a great time. Tomorrow, I don't think we're going to have a video tomorrow. Check out the video that I posted today. I had an interview with Rory Linkletter. Uh, currently unsponsored, was formerly uh, with Hoka at NAZ Elite. Um, the guy's on a tear. He's doing some big things. And I had a really fun time talking to him. Uh, it doesn't get too crazy, but we do talk a little bit about race vomit favorite post food post race drinks foods um and running with dogs so lots of fun stuff in there hope you guys enjoy it uh we will do a live stream tomorrow though same time as today 1 p.m central time uh yeah tomorrow's friday i'm excited about that all right until i see you guys again especially with all the weather that's coming up be safe out there everybody thanks <laughs>